This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived put it on his toe before he went to bed and the next morning he was like mom my toe's all better. It was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly. So you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, other types of skin damage. It's totally safe, non-toxic, suitable on all types of skin, even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin. This is also safe for the youngest members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500 thousand happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family so to get your own active skin repair go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20 percent off your order when you use the code shameless that's activeskinrepair.com use the code shameless for 20 percent off your order activeskinrepair.com code shameless This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 293. Show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned in the episode, as well as any discount codes for our sponsors, can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 293. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community, so be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, shameless moms. Happy Monday. I'm feeling real Monday today. And let me tell you why. It's actually a Thursday while I'm recording this. And I have an awful cold in which I feel like I'm constantly going to sneeze. My right eye will not stop watering and my right nostril is completely congested and practically running down my face. I'm fairly certain I have a fever, but it's not a fever that's making me want to get in bed. It's kind of like an energizing fever. (laughs) Is that a thing? I don't know. I'm just writing it out though. I'm like hammering out the work because I'm worried this fever is going to take me down or this cold is going to take me down in the next 24 hours. So I'm like, I'm just going to ride out the high as long as it lasts because I'm pretty sure there's a crash coming on really soon. I'm also pretty fired up because I had two amazing interviews this morning with Shannon Jamil and with Laura Vanderkam, which will be coming out in the new year. And they were just both on fire and so awesome and informative and fun, engaging, just like all the things that you always want an interview to be. So that was fantastic. 
So, oh, and then this afternoon, I am doing a little kickoff conference call on Zoom video conferencing with my new Momentum Mamas. So the new Momentum Mamas who joined over the Black Friday, Cyber Monday special celebration when enrollment was open, they get their very own special call to kick off the group today and kick off their adventures in Momentum Mamas. And that's in an hour and a half. So I just have to make sure that I am ride the high at least through that because <laughs> I got to show up for them in big, positive, powerful, purposeful, productive ways. I think those are all the P's that I have in me today. So that's where I'm at. And so that's why if I sound like my nose is running, it's because it is. I was going to wear my Invisalign today because I have had them out of my mouth most of the day for interviews. And I was like, oh, I really should put them back in. But then I was like, you know, I can't add my list to all the other nastiness that's going on right now. It's just too much. I'm not going to expose you guys to all of that at once. It wouldn't be fair. So I kept the Invisalign out. I'm pretty sure my teeth are moving back to their old spots as I'm speaking, but that's okay. It is worth it to provide you with a show in which you don't have to listen to my speech impediment the entire time that you're also noticing that I sound like I need to blow my nose. So we're good. All right. So let's start with Shameless Mom of the Week. So excited to be sharing a new, amazing, powerful mama with you. So I have to tell you, I get so excited when I get to do these Shameless Mom of the Week nominations because I get to read about how the show has impacted you. And generally part of that is your story. Like usually people will tell me a little bit of their story and I'll get a sense of where you all are coming from. And for me to get to have that connection with you all is beautiful and magical. And it like just consistently reminds me why I show up here and do this. And so I so appreciate everyone who's left a review because as a little refresher, that's where Shameless Mom of the Week nominations come from. So if you would like to be nominated for Shameless Mom of the Week, all you got to do is go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review. That puts you right into our Apple podcast portal where you can rate the show, leave a review, give me feedback, and let me know how the show has impacted your life. And it is an honor to get to read your story. So today's Shameless Mom of the Week, she did not leave a name on this, so I can't call her by name. So a lot of times I get like weird screen names for these, which I'm sure are like part of emails or something, email addresses. But anyways, this is H-A-G-H-D-K-K. Whoever you might be, you're amazing. I totally appreciate you. And I appreciate you showing up to share this with me. So here is what this mama said. She said, I've only been to listening to these podcasts for about a month or so, but I am officially hooked. Even if I never accomplish some big goal, which doesn't seem very likely, I'm just so very thankful that I have found someone who is so genuine and real. When I became a mom to my now 19-month-old daughter, I had some expectations. Breastfeeding was going to be wondrous and beautiful. I'm going to feel this overwhelming sense of love and gratitude. Being a mom was going to be easy and natural because it was something I had always wanted. Wrong. Then I became resentful. I hated the newborn stage, which made me feel incredibly guilty because everyone always told me it was the best. Breastfeeding sucked. I didn't know it at first, but my daughter had a tongue tie and a lip tie. This means latching was awful but I was told I wasn't doing something right. I ended up pumping exclusively for about a year because my daughter also had a dairy and soy intolerance. I was told to give up. I didn't want to because I felt like I had to do it for her. Then I began to miss my life. I miss going on vacation whenever, just coming home and sitting after a hard day at work and sleep most of all. I was in a very low place in my life until I started doing things for me. I did a workout program that helped me gain confidence, strength, and reminded me who I was. That took over a year. 
I started reading books that had nothing to do with children. I began growing as a mom and as a person. Even though sleep is still an issue, I know I wasn't a bad mom for not being in love with the first year of my daughter's life. In these podcasts, I have found a wonderful comrade with women who often said it wasn't easy and they were in love with motherhood. So thank you so much for that. I often cry after hearing some podcasts because it's just a relief to know that I'm not alone. Oh, so much goodness in there. And I think so much that we can relate to. And I know, and you all have heard my story. I can so relate to that first year and like trying to figure out when the magic was going to start because I really felt like it was supposed to be magical and it wasn't. So I just find so much of this relatable and I know many of you do too. So I thank you. Thank you for showing up and sharing your story. Shameless mama of many initials. (laughs) You are awesome. And I appreciate you being here. And now let's dive in to today's show and today's content. I am really excited to be talking about this. I love talking about quitting and I often encourage quitting and I encourage quitting. I've done a whole episode on how to be a quitter. This was early on in the show, but I can link to it in the show notes because I think there's actually a lot of value in quitting things that aren't serving you. And I get real annoyed real fast with supposedly inspirational quotes that are like, that say you should never quit or that, you know, pain is temporary, quitting is forever, like all that BS, totally not into that. I think there's absolutely times, places, reasons for quitting and for not doing things that don't serve you anymore. And I think that sometimes as women and pleasers, we don't give ourselves permission to quit and we don't give ourselves an out when we should and when it's in our best interest to do so. So I love quitting. That said, I don't love quitting when it's a cop out. So you have to recognize, and only you can really identify when that is the case, but you have to recognize when you are quitting as a cop-out because that's not cool. That doesn't help you grow. That doesn't push you in the direction to actually accomplish the things that you want to accomplish. So that's what I want to dive into today is where are those places and spaces where you need to keep going and you need to push yourself And you need to give yourself a little pep talk. You need to find a way to find the momentum. You need to find a way to take the next step. This is something that we all have to do all the time. And I can tell you being in the entrepreneurial space, like sometimes I am doing this every damn day when I wake up in the morning. Like, how am I going to keep going today? What is the thing that I'm going to get super fired up about today so that I can show up for other people in a way that makes us all feel more powerful and more positive and in a way that allows me to live with purpose rather than pity? It would be really easy for most of us in many circumstances and situations in our life to show up in pity, to focus on the 18 things that are going wrong. I mean, I think that on any given day, we can make a laundry list of things that aren't working in our favor. And I think that that's just part of motherhood. That's what makes moms so flippin' resilient and resourceful is because every single day, there's 273 things that are not working in our favor, yet we still make it through the day and we make it all work out really well. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat 
chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30 day money back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners, can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily, It's very digestible, and the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert Juliana Utube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explains. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. And often with a smile on our face and often while allowing other people to move forward in their lives in really positive and powerful ways. So let's also make sure that we're being accountable to ourselves. that while we're doing that, we're keeping ourselves moving forward in a positive and powerful way. So I'll give you an example from my own life this morning. I love my morning routine. I love getting up early in the morning and being up just a little bit before Vinny. So my alarm goes off at 5.50. I am out of bed by 6 go down, turn on the coffee right now because it's Christmas time. I turn on the Christmas lights. I turn on the heat. Like I just get ready to be like all cozy on the couch with my notebook to write my affirmations and get focused for the day before I go do my workout. And Vinny, since Diego the Elf, so if anyone does Elf on the Shelf at their house, you can relate to this. Diego the Elf has made his annual return and Vinny can barely sleep at night because he's so excited to see where Diego has moved every night. And so he's been getting up at like 5.45 in the morning to see where Diego is. And it is ruining my life. It is completely ruining my life. (laughs) So this morning, I'm always up before Vinny, but not right now because Diego is here. So this morning for the fourth morning in a row this week, Vinny was up before me 
and like waiting for me to get out of bed and came in my room with like three questions before my alarm had gone off about like random things about his uniform and like I don't even remember what the other two were he had a lot of needs and then the second I get downstairs with him the dog is up she also like she is lazy she is old she's lazy I mean she likes to poop in the house because she's too lazy to go outside oh but not today she was just up and at him and running circles around me and wanting to go outside and wanting food and then Vinny wanted to like do an art project I mean this is like at 552 and I was so annoyed and that was like Vinny I gave him a snack and like a drink of water or something. And I was like, you may not need anything else from me right now. Like we're done. And then the dog, I was like, and you need to go feed Danny, please. And then he goes to feed Danny and her food thing is empty. So I'm like, oh my God, now I have to go to the basement and refill the food thing. I was beside myself. So my husband gets up and takes a shower. He stays upstairs the whole time. So he like takes a shower. He does all his stuff. He has like this nice, just calm morning to himself. He's up there for like 45 minutes. I don't even know what he's doing. Just enjoying the morning, listening to the radio, catching up on the news and some tunes. So he comes down and he's just chipper and like ready to take on the day. And I was like, you don't even know. I have lived an entire day before you even got out of the shower. And he's like in a great mood. And I was... (laughs) basically my glare at him was like, don't even talk to me right now. So we were laughing about it a few minutes later, but I was like, too many people need things from me right now. Like too many things in this house have needs this morning and I can't handle it. So I did not enjoy having my morning interrupted that way. And when I have mornings like that, I lose sight of the direction of my day really, really quickly. And I think this is common. And this is why I say it's so important to get up before the rest of your family, even if it's just five or 10 minutes. Because when you start off your day reactive like that, it is really hard to find the momentum to move you forward in a positive, powerful way. Instead, you end up just moving through your day, bouncing from fire drill to fire drill, and it feels like crap all day long. And so when I think about quitting and I think about not being able to find my power to go forward, I think about days like today and I think about how I have to be resourceful and I have to turn it around on myself. And so what I do in those moments is I take action against the very strong desire to fall into that pity party, to fall into that quitter mentality, to fall into that place of being like, annoyed, hopeless, frustrated, overwhelmed, exhausted, (laughs) cranky, like all those things, I take action to counterbalance that and counteract it as quickly as possible. Because I know that the longer I let myself stay in that space, even if I'm joking about it, which like this morning when my husband came down, I kind of was joking, like, let me just tell you the 37 needs I've had to meet this morning while you were upstairs enjoying your shaving and shower experience, like you're basically your spa day upstairs. So even when I'm joking about those things, I have to catch myself because I really don't want to fall into this negative mindset that will prevent me from propelling my day forward. So when you are in that space of wanting to quit, wanting to throw in the towel, whether it's just because your morning got off on the wrong foot, or you're in the middle of like trying to make a business work and it's not working for you, or you're a stay-at-home mom and it's like 10 a.m. and you have used all your patience for the entire day already and you don't know how you're going to make it till 6 p.m. or till bedtime, these are the little things that you're going to do. So there's five ways for you to keep going when you want to quit. So number one, you have to get a small, quick win. So take a tiny step in a direction that feels good. So for me, I went running this morning 
And I went running and I was like, I need out. Like, I need out of this house. (laughs) I need to not be available for anyone except for myself. So that was a small, quick win. And I will tell you, I'm super sore from my workout yesterday morning. So running did not feel that awesome. But it gave me that mental space to take a little break, to step back, to think about how am I going to frame my day? So that was a small, quick win for me this morning. Another quick win for me this morning Vinny was trying, he like wanted to cuddle with me while I was doing my morning routine on the couch where I'm like sitting with my journal, like going through some things, which I normally love a cuddle, but not today, (laughs) not today. But what I did is I was able, like I set up his own little pillow for him and his own blanket and got him his own little area on the couch where he could be over there and be situated. And then I was like, okay, this is my kid watching me be purposeful and productive first thing in the morning. Like he totally knows my morning routine and he talks about morning routines and he talks about like, mom, can I get this coloring book for my morning routine? So he doesn't quite like conceptualize the whole thing, but he understands that there's a lot of power behind a morning routine. So a quick win for me today was like, okay, if he feels like he needs to be like in my space and on top of me, how can I like let him be there in a way that's not intrusive, but he can still observe what's going on. And that felt like a bit of a good compromise to me. And that gave me like a moment of partial peace before I was able to get out of the house and go running. So think about what are quick wins that you can get for yourself. Oftentimes those quick wins are just little tiny steps, like minuscule steps that you wouldn't even recognize as wins. So this takes self-awareness and attention. So sometimes the quick win is everything's falling apart. I'm just going to go take a quick shower. And that shower can be the place where your mind gets reset. You just need a quick win. Like I'm going to go read through a thank you email that someone sent me where they told me they adored me. I'm going to go read through like the last anniversary card my husband gave me. I'm going to go over to Facebook and look at the comments that everyone left on the last picture I posted of myself and my child. Like something that just can flip you and make you feel like, okay, yes, like everything feels like it's falling apart or caving in or exploding or imploding right now. But here's a quick little reminder that either I'm in control or that things aren't as bad as they seem, or I have a lot of love and support, or I actually do have more time than I thought. So what's that quick win going to be for you? Sometimes it might be like your quick win might be that you decide in the middle of a frustrating, exhausting afternoon, like I'm not making dinner we're going out for pizza or we're ordering something or whatever. Like your quick win might just be outsourcing, delegating something to get something off of your plate for you're like, okay, like now I don't have to think about that thing. So what is a quick win, a tiny step in a direction that feels good that can start building momentum in the other direction rather than sitting in the place that is not feeling good, that is not feeling powerful or productive, that's not propelling you forward. So number two, show up for someone else. It is hard to stay disappointed in your own life and sour about things when you can show up and serve other people. So when you show up and serve someone else, it gets you out of your own head. It often will, most times will create a really positive interaction. And it gives you this perspective of like, oh yeah, that thing that I was stuck on in my head, it's really not that big of a deal. Or I can reframe it now because I've seen this other perspective. I've had this level of engagement with someone else that's made me see things from a different side or opened my eyes to the like, I'm maybe making a mountain out of a molehill. So showing up and being of service to other people always makes me feel better. I remember doing my first podcast interview that I had to do 
two years ago, a little over two years ago, after IVF failed for us. And I remember thinking, I don't know if I can do this. Like, I don't know this person at all who I was interviewing, did not know her at all. And I was like, I just don't know if I have like the energy and the like, I didn't know if I had my wits about me to show up and like not fall apart. And I can't remember the time frame on this. It might have been like, I don't know, like three days or something after. It was like a very short time frame from like when we had gotten the news that IVF had failed and then I had to show up for this interview. And so I thought, okay, I'm going to show up and if it's not going well, I'm just going to tell her what's going on and like just reschedule it if I feel like I can't engage in the conversation because I thought, I think that there's a possibility that having a conversation with someone else, having that distraction and knowing that this conversation is going to serve other people will keep me engaged and distracted and help me work my way out of kind of this funk that I'm in. And that might feel really good. And so what ended up happening is I get on Skype to do this interview. And I never even told the woman what had happened. We got you know engaged in our conversation about what we were going to talk about. We got to know each other a little bit. And then we started doing the interview. And I pretty quickly was like, this is going to be fine. And this feels so good. Like, this feels so good to not just be sitting in my office feeling devastated and feeling defeated. And that was really, really powerful for me and a great reminder that those distractions and showing up to be of service to others often makes everything else feel better. And so I know like, of course, there's a time and a place to grieve. And I went through a very long grieving process after that. And I mean, you know, it definitely still comes up. It's something I think about every day, as I've referenced here before. But having the place and space to show up here and have really awesome conversations with other people has been a really great distraction and a really great way for me to keep moving forward in other areas of my life, even though that one area came to a screeching halt. So that felt really good. And that kept me in momentum in other areas of my life. Whereas I will tell you, in other times in my life, when I have been really struggling with something emotionally, I've definitely been more likely to shut down, be more isolative, especially when I lived alone. Like I remember going through phases when I was working with one-on-one personal training clients where I could like show up for my clients. And then as soon as I was done, I would just like go home and like crawl onto my couch and be like, I'm just staying here in my cocoon, you know, until I have to go show up for someone else. And I've gotten so much better about using those interactions as part of a healing practice or as part of a like redirection practice. And that makes a huge, huge difference. So really recognizing like, I'm going to show up for someone else. I'm going to serve them. I'm going to be of service to other people. And then I'm going to really recognize how that makes me feel and how that can help propel me forward. I'm Margaret. And I'm Amy. And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Margaret, I would say you're sort of a where are my keys kind of mom. Correct. Sometimes a where are my kids kind of mom. (laughs) Well, you're Amy more of a we were supposed to leave 35 seconds ago, mom. I mean, touche. In each episode of What Fresh Hell, we come at a topic from our usually completely opposite perspectives. I bring the research. And I bring kind of the gimlet eye. Like, is that research really going to work, people? And almost 10 million downloads later, we're still laughing. We also talk to experts in the parenting field, plus parents with stories we can all learn from. We make each other laugh, we challenge each other's assumptions, and we have what we think is the best parenting community on the internet. Check out What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood wherever you listen to podcasts. Well, hey there, Busy Mama. 
Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it. But I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free. Number three, dangle a carrot in front of yourself. So when you are in a place where you want to quit, decide on a reward for yourself for meeting a milestone. And you get to choose how big the reward is and you get to choose how big the milestone is. So it might be a small reward and a small milestone and that's fine. Like for me, recognizing that I'm not feeling awesome, my reward for myself is that if I can record three episodes today, I recorded two interviews and then I want to record three solo episodes. This is my second one. I'm going to do one more after this. Then tomorrow afternoon, I'm going to not work. I'm going to let myself have the afternoon off work because I will have gotten done everything I wanted to get done this week. And so that feels like a very big reward. Granted, I mean, it's when I say the whole afternoon, it will be for like an hour and a half because <laughs> by the time I'm done, my afternoon starts at like one thirty, and I have to pick Vinny up at three. So it's not like I'm going to take five hours to myself, but I'm going to give myself that one and a half hours and that's going to feel really awesome. So Dangle a carrot in front of yourself and figure out what is something small that you can use to reward yourself. We often think that we have to save rewards and save treats and that they have to be earned by big, huge, valiant efforts or reaching like milestones that we never thought that we could have reached or reaching a milestone that we spent years working toward. And that's not true. You can reward yourself or treat yourself for doing something little that you just didn't feel like doing. And I do that all the time. Like my reward in the summer, this is like my favorite. My reward in the summer is if I get a certain amount of things done by like two o'clock, I get to take the dog for a walk in the sun. Now, for a lot of people, they're like, how is that even a reward? But for me, I love it. I love feeling the sun on me. I listen to podcasts. I often will listen to a fun podcast versus something like work-related. So that's a big treat for me. And that treat only happens if I get through a certain amount of things on my to-do list. And so you can treat yourself and reward yourself just for staying in momentum, just for staying focused, just for staying in action on things that might feel scary, daunting, overwhelming, and that you might feel like, oh man, I really don't want to show up for this thing today. Like there's times where we just don't want to show up for life and that's normal. And sometimes there's legitimate reasons for that. Sometimes it's just motherhood is like kicking our butt. So how can you reward yourself for showing up and with little, little rewards on a regular basis? Number four, cling to positive routines for dear life. So when I wake up with anxiety, which is often, I know for sure that I will feel better after I go through my morning routine. So if you don't have the 15 minute manifest that I created for all of you, you need to get that now. So you can get that if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash 15 mm for minute manifest get the 15 minute manifest. It's a 15 minute routine. I recommend doing it first thing in the morning, preferably before your kids get up, but it's going to take you through basically three steps. Each of them takes five minutes. If you only have a few minutes, you could do like 
three steps that each takes five minutes. But if you only have like three minutes, do each step for one minute. Like you can make it as short as you want. Mine takes closer to an hour because I like to add things to it. I like the movement piece of it. For you, it might be five minutes of stretching. For me, it's a 30-minute workout. So you can adapt this routine in a lot of different directions, but it is really powerful. And basically, it's mindset prep, mental prep, and movement, which is like a little bit of reading, a little bit of writing, and a little bit of movement. And it's very simple and extremely transformational. And I get feedback all the time on what a game changer this is for people. So if you are someone who gets up feeling reactive, who has a hard time starting your day, who has a hard time getting out of bed, who struggles with anxiety or depression, who struggles with just like confidence and courage and feeling good about the direction you're in, this is key. This is so key to have this morning routine. And you can look at the 15-minute manifest and you can adapt it to your liking, but have a morning routine that fuels you up and lights a fire under your butt to get you started for the day. I cannot say enough about how powerful this is and how transformational it is in terms of how it will impact those days from week to week will then impact your life. It is probably the biggest determinant to success. And this would be like, not my opinion. Like when you talk to successful people across the board, when you talk to, you know, big time CEOs and anyone who's really hit massive success, morning routines are almost always one of the identifying routines or identifying components of success. So grab that for sure if you haven't already done it. So for me, when I wake up with anxiety and that feeling in my stomach of like, oh my gosh, I already feel like I'm three hours behind in my life and how am I going to catch up, which is kind of how I (laughs) always wake up. I get up and I go through my exact same routine every morning. And my routine is like I just said, I get up, I start the coffee, I go downstairs, I get out my journal, I write down my affirmations, I write down a quick to-do list for the day. I write down, I've been doing my goddess cards, which I'm still I'm not super convinced that I'm into the goddess cards, but I'm doing an experiment. I'm going to report back to you on this. I think I said this a couple weeks ago. I'm still in the experimental phase of this. They're interesting. I'm just not sure they're totally, I'm not sure I'm totally connecting with them, but they are really interesting. And Vinny's really into them, which is kind of funny. And then from there, I do my workout and... That's my morning routine. Then by the time I'm done with that, it's like time for the insanity to ensue with making breakfast. Like the lunch is already made, but it's like getting it in the right spot, getting the Friday folder back to school. Like it takes us five days to get the Friday folder back to school. Don't I don't even know why. So all those things. Getting Vinny's shoes on. Oh my God. There's like a whole entire morning routine just about getting shoes on in our house. So I'm sure I'm not the only one. All right. Number five. Last one here. The last way to keep going when you want to quit is to purge negative people or situations immediately and seek out supportive people, communities, and situations. So what I mean by that, often when we want to quit, we will look for situations and people to validate that. And an example of that would be you are feeling inadequate So you go to Instagram and instead of seeing a lot of positive things on Instagram, you just see things that make you feel more inadequate. So maybe you wake up in the morning and you're just like not feeling it. You're like struggling at work, struggling in motherhood, marriage isn't super awesome. You go to get dressed, you feel like your pants don't fit. You're just like, this just all sucks. You get out your cup of coffee, you make breakfast, you're scrolling through social media, and then you see some mom who 
is back in her like sports bra and spandex with a six pack six weeks after her baby was born. And you look at that and you're like, yeah, see, I told you that you suck because look at what this woman did. And you can't even like get your pants buttoned this morning. So we often look for validation for those negative feelings when we're in those negative spaces. So what you need to do is catch yourself immediately and purge those people. So purge your social media from people who cause you to compare yourself. Purge yourself from like the water cooler chit chat and gossip that makes you feel bad about yourself. Don't sit next to the coworker who's going to make you feel frustrated, overwhelmed, feel horribly about yourself. Don't, you know, hang out with the soccer moms who just want to compare how all their kids are so successful while you're like, oh my gosh, I don't even know if my kid's going to pass this year because he has severe dyslexia and we don't know how to address it. So really be conscientious around what you're letting yourself be exposed to. And if that is fueling you and helping you build momentum in your life, or if that's helping you fall deeper into pity, quitting, like that kind of mentality. And then instead, you're going to seek out supportive people, community and situations that will build you up, that will inspire you, that will support you in giving you feedback and just giving you love and being a cheerleader for you. So obviously the shameless mom every damn day Facebook page is perfect for that. And I have to say what I love about that group is that people don't show up there to whine, but sometimes people show up with like, Hey, I'm really struggling with this thing. And immediately other women moms are like, Oh my gosh, I totally hear you. I've been there. Here's what worked for me. Like we have your back. You are not alone. I totally get it. You know, like I went through the same thing and it's way better now. All these people show up to be like, you're not alone and it's going to be okay. And that's so much better than going to like your personal Facebook page and posting something and having people not be responsive or feeling like you're being judged, all those kinds of things. So find those places. Where can you seek out supportive people, communities, and situations? Where can you seek out an example that I gave in last week's episode talking about not comparing your kids to other people's kids. Like if your kid is the kid that's really struggling in school because of severe dyslexia and your family doesn't know how to manage that and you're trying to navigate it all, like don't be engaging in conversations with friends about how their kids are being successful. Instead, be finding places where you can be talking to other parents of dyslexic kids who are navigating this and where you can get their stories and their feedback and their input so that you can feel less alone. So there's the two steps to that are purging and seeking. And that takes some radical responsibility because you have to very actively be like, I am closing the door. I'm putting up a boundary. I'm closing the door on this negativity and I'm seeking out the positive supportive option instead. So there you have it. Five ways to keep going when you want to quit. Number one, get a small quick win. Number two, show up for someone else by being of service to others. Number three, dangle a carrot in front of yourself by offering yourself a reward for meeting a milestone. Number four, cling to positive routines for dear life. And number five, purge negative people and situations immediately and seek out supportive people, communities, and situations. And like I said, join our Facebook group first to do that. Most of you are probably there. If you're not already there, you can join over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. So I hope this was really helpful. If you know a mama who's struggling right now, maybe a mama who is going through a hard transition, just had a baby, is going through a work transition, is unhappy at work, is struggling in her marriage, is going through a divorce, anything like that, where you just know that like they're having a hard time showing up day to day, please share this episode with them because I really, really want this information to land in the heads and hearts of mamas who need that support and need that little push, that gentle loving nudge to start showing up for themselves just a tiny bit. 
Remember, it's just a small, quick win. You are one small, quick win away from that desire to quit. That's all it takes is that one little win. And then the desire to quit becomes so much less. So you need to prove to yourself that you can do it. And these five steps are definitely going to help you. Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review that will put you in Apple Podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five-star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be shameless mom of the week. Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. Feel like you're the martyr in your family? You're not alone. Hey, this is Joanne. And Brie. And we're from the No Guilt Mom podcast. Brie, we talk to a lot of moms. Yeah, we sure do. And if you're a mom who has a to-do list that is so massive that you get overwhelmed and you shut down. Or if you fall into the habit of doing everything for everyone and don't know how to change it, we can help you become a no guilt mom. We're going to take you from family martyr to family model. That's role model so that you role model the behavior that you want to see out of your kids. You're going to go from being tired and overwhelmed to energized and guilt free. Every week, you'll get actionable strategies that you can implement right away from the experts that we interview and from us. We also have a whole lot of fun. So check out the No Guilt Mom podcast everywhere you listen to your favorite shows.